Hello, welcome to Brenda PM and Thoughts from the Tractor. And and usually at this point, I say Russell, and again, he's not with me. I'm still on Vancouver Island. I just finished this amazing women's retreat, business retreat, slash, oh, it was just, it was absolutely amazing. So we're on our way back to the ferry. I'm with three women that I had no idea who they were or what they were about before I, before Friday. And now these are people who I'm going to have in my life for the rest of my life and who have affected my life in ways that I can't even describe. Yeah, we haven't digested it yet. No, we haven't at all. So um, I'm going to uh, just let them introduce themselves and tell, let you, let them tell you about our weekend and the importance of getting together and taking the chance to take care of yourself and figure out what you want in life. You're first. Hi, I'm Dr. Kyla Holtz. I'm a physiatrist from Vancouver. And uh, I came on this retreat because I was seeking community. Um, I wanted to hang out with like-minded women of all ages. And I was ready... I think to take my myself from working at a level of excellence to working at a higher spiritual level of genius. And that's what we focused on this weekend. Woohoo! <laughs> okay, who's next? Introduce yourself and tell us. I'm Genevieve Retzlaff. I'm a culture consultant and I help organizations move from a toxic place to a more humanized and civilized and more 2023 type of workplace <laughs> and I joined the retreat uh, initially not expecting much just I'm new to Vancouver I'm new I'm Canadian but lived abroad for eight years and now I'm new in the country kind of uh, hit the reset button in my life and in my business and I thought this it's a good place for me to have some sort of mind space to think about what's next for me. And I ended up with so much more than that and created a community and tapped into the power of the woo, <laughs> which I, I didn't know I was going to enjoy as much. Um, so, yeah, so that's what I got away versus my expectations. And now over to Megan. Hi, I'm Megan Douglas. I uh, came into this women's retreat with no expectations and I have now left with a clear path of the next direction I am heading in and the ability to let go of where I was at. So Brenda, I know you usually interview folks, but I have a question for you because I'm sure your listeners are wondering what, let's play high and low. What was the high for you? And maybe was, what was something that you kind of struggled with, but have learned from, from this weekend? What was the high first? Yeah. High low. Okay. Let's see. Um, so the high for me was, uh, meeting all the women. Um, and realizing that pretty much everything that was coming out of their minds, their hearts, and the struggles they're facing are so many of mine. Same, the same things I do. 
in maybe different words and how to be with a bunch of women who held each other up and carried each other so high and safely I think that was my high I just I feel um, like I'm going home with um, so many uh, so much information and things that are going to really propel myself uh, spiritually forward my business forward and um, usually when I go on women's retreats or stuff I come back and I want to leave my husband because <laughs> sorry Russ <laughs> seriously I always want to come back and leave my husband Why? because you get really because most retreats that we're not talking about um, it's always like go women go and you know like get your independence and women power and it wasn't we weren't men bashing we weren't we weren't husband we weren't relationship dissecting it, yeah yeah and just how to operate at the highest frequency that we can that we can, we can and yeah. and have fun and all people contribute can. Yeah. yeah and so so Russ every time every time I go away He's never quite sure how I'll come back and if I'm gonna if I'm gonna say, you know, I think I might have to leave you. And so so have more, you done that? Oh yeah. I did a Kundalini course and every day he wasn't sure what Brenda he was gonna get. And then he was so mad at the instructor because he said, She needs to prepare husbands to know that your wife might leave after the course or somewhere in the middle. And so, so now he will come to me to most retreats or if I'm doing any kind of spiritual course, he comes with me to stay aligned with me so that I don't, you know, decide to leave him because I took a, you know, a day course on the power of being alone. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, I can really get behind this. Yeah. So he, he is going to be so freaking excited. I'm coming home and I, and I actually, you know, can't wait to see him and, and dad. He'll be really excited, you know. So, was so, there anything over the weekend that you kind of struggled to work through? Um, what came out for you that was hard? Um, what was hard? Uh, I think, I think the not having clarity at the beginning was really hard, mm-hmm. and then trying yeah, like the the. the uh, uncertainty of the soup and all the words and all the questions and yeah gaining clarity is hard it's super hard it's hard work it's really hard it's really hard and it makes um and it was interesting because when everybody like everybody had so much passion at times they were talking a lot and asking questions all at the same time and what it I just realized that's the way my brain always feels Oh, gotcha. So for the the listeners, what we did at um, this retreat was each of the participants was given half an hour of a hot seat where we were trying to get clarity of our, you know, purpose or vision or what we wanted to accomplish or something. And then a second session um, of 30 minutes to kind of sort through a bit of an action plan, steps that you're going to take to manifest this. And so what Brenda's referencing to is the hot seat. And it sounds like it got hot. But you got some insights from it. I got a lot of insights and a lot and a lot of clarity. 
and I was able but I just it's so crazy though because I just realized the way you guys were all talking is truly how my head always feels mm-hmm. when I'm alone at home that though all that like noise. noise and and when I said okay I need one thing at a time like right at this moment as we're talking about it, I just realized this how can you tell your brain that when it's when it's talking to you too much at once. Well, first, how can you catch your brain when it's doing that? How can you notice it? I think what she's saying is that when she's in front of a room or in a you know a, a meeting with lots of folks, that that she starts feeling overwhelmed quite no. quickly. No, no, that I'm actually. In, that's the way my brain it was. Yeah, oh, same. When she okay, gets gotcha. Inside, that you start feeling all these yeah. people oh, yelling oh, at her. Oh, all these right. just the same way that we were all yelling at times and Brenda had to be like, okay, let's just pause our thoughts for a second and hear one thought at a time. So how can you now, when your brain is overwhelming you with too many thoughts at once, how can, how do you think that you can come from a place of telling your brain, okay, I just need one of these. You need to filter them. I think that's the next step. So what, when you just said that, you gave me the answer. Is that when I said, okay, I can only deal with one thought at a time, stop. And that's what I now have to do to myself. I have to stop. How are you going to ground yourself? Because that's really what I'm hearing is, you get all these, you know, it kind of starts getting a bit jumbled up and, and in your mind you perceive that as yelling. How can you ground yourself in like a, a, a care meeting or something, uh, a busy professional environment or a presentation in front of a group of people Well, that's in October? But that's, that's not when I, it happens. It's when I'm at home and I end up freezing and I don't move forward with my business. Oh, my... because you hear all that. Can oh, I okay. Give you a challenge? Yeah. Can you give me a challenge? Yes. Maybe. Kind of. <laughs> the next time you are feeling overwhelmed, think about all the thoughts coming into your mind and then stop. And think about what one specific thing might not even be relevant to the, that you care about the most. And work off of that. Simplify it to erase all of these huge things coming at you. Uh-huh. Down to one of what is most important to me right this second. And it can only be one thing. It can be said in one sentence. And then you grow from there. Good challenge. I'm gonna have to let you know how that goes. <laughs> do you have Do you have any advice? I well, from having conversations with you and from hearing your thought process a little bit, I would say, when you do that exercise that Megan just gave you, also give yourself some grace and just trust that your your thoughts are not you. And vice versa. Oh. And try to catch yourself. That's the, the difficult part. But once you do, then give yourself some grace and replace the positive thought by a positive, the, the negative thought by a positive one. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes yeah. really yeah. a lot of Is sense. Is that possible? Is that feasible, you think? 
I think it is. It's something I think, like anything, will take me some practice. But I think having the picture in my mind of all of you in front of me and me going, stop, and I'm going to actually attach a thought to each one of you. Nice. So I have a visual, because I'm very visual. So, and I can see, like, okay, and just stop. Can you, do you have any ways like any obstacles that can get in your way of you achieving that besides myself yep i mean including yourself what what kind of thoughts or what kind of what is it that can get in your way of you being able to catch your thought one by one um just uh it's like it's like um <clears throat> like a ping pong where it just goes and hits everything and it, it like activates every thought and lights up and it's like um i think it's just stopping it's like it's like cleaning up my house um i'll start in the kitchen put something in the bedroom see something in the bedroom go oh i better make the bed i better do this and then going and then a lot of times now what i have to do is say go back to the kitchen and leave the bedroom and so I think that's what I have to do with my thought. Well, what am I working on? Yeah. Okay, so tell me um, a visual image of you putting that ping pong, because you're playing ping pong, right? Yeah. That's your image. So use that ping pong racket, put it down, and what would you like to do instead of playing ping pong? Oh, boy. I think I would like to, I have to think, um, pro- yeah, probably sit, just sit and breathe and maybe journal oh yeah so I have a, a place where I do uh, chakra balancing downstairs okay and, uh, and and I also have that's downstairs and then I have a really nice yoga place too and I also have a papa san chair that's really cozy upstairs oh, wow. you got plenty of space yeah wherever you are in your house then you'll be close a place where you can gather yourself is that yeah. right yeah okay yeah i just have to start using them because yeah. they look really nice <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if you're playing a really vigorous play game of ping pong with yourself yeah. and it's paralyzing you from moving forward and you're a visual person is there where does that usually happen for you in your house where you get paralyzed is it in your kitchen in your office like is there a visual that you could look at to remind Kid- yourself? in my kitchen is where I get, I just go in circles. If I, I now uh, created an office space and when I'm in there, I can, I, I really uh, can get focused. Um, but it's usually in my kitchen. If I, if I'm in my kitchen and living room, I can get so distracted and, and, and thought busy. Right. Well, that's good for you to hold on to and know about yourself. Then you need to move away from those places when you feel like you're overwhelmed with thoughts. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And do you have any any accountability methods, you know, to keep yourself accountable to do that? Um, not really, because and I think that's why this weekend was so important to me is because I haven't felt like I had... I've had accountability for my business, for my life, for, for, yeah. And I feel like with this group, I feel like I have that now. I feel like I can say, you know what, you guys, I could send a, I'm struggling. 
and I feel like I can be honest with my struggle because there's so many people that are day to day in in life that you can't be honest because you have to hold up this certain uh, strength for everybody. And right now, I, I think you guys have seen me very, very vulnerable. Um, and, and I not once did I ever feel judged. Not once did I feel like, oh, man. And some of the things that I've shared with you, I have not shared with anybody. And you guys, you guys saw those as strengths, not as weaknesses. And in some, and some people, if I would have told them, they would have thought that they were complete weaknesses. Mm-hmm. So even in my weaknesses that I think is weak, you all are seeing it as my strengths. Yeah, and that's so empowering, right? When you find people like that, I think that's the real magic of retreats that like call the same, like like where everyone's kind of focused on that 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 intention. I guess is a better word. Um, can I? Do you mind um, if I shift the conversation just to? I think one of our favorite moments of the retreat and something that really resonated to you which was Brenda is now a fun consultant right for those of you that know Brenda out there are you're probably rolling your eyes like yes obviously in your mind Brenda is the fun consultant but it is official now yes I'm I'm gonna hire Brenda to add some fun to my uh clinical office space and workflow and uh and so let's talk about the ways that Brenda made this retreat fun. <laughs> Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'm scared. Besides my stories. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> okay. Well, we won't tell your listeners some of the more confidential ways you made the retreat fun. But, and why, why it's important you know one of the things Brenda shared was that often this fun mindset is minimalized in a healthcare setting her her work you know for those of you that might not know Brenda is an RN and so being a doctor I know that uh uh it's fun is seen as goofing off and um and so uh on this retreat we saw fun as a manifestation of joy and allowing us to unlock our zone of genius and so my one of my favorite things that Brenda did was um we were lounging on the deck in the sun doing one of our workshops and she just comes out and starts powdering people and I thought to myself this is very bizarre what is she doing people are fine is this sunscreen like I do need some sunscreen because it was quite bright out there and she's like no I've obviously brought my sparkle dust obviously obviously who doesn't have and dust? yeah who doesn't have sparkle dust you know what I'm gonna go I need some sparkle dust yeah, in my bag a hundred percent who and doesn't travel with their sparkle dust my sunscreen has sparkles I need well obviously I need to buy the kind of sunscreen you have anyway Brenda sparkled all of us and it felt so good because it just felt so good to acknowledge like let's be silly you know it was like as we mentioned it was hard to kind of get clarity people are asking all these questions and you don't know the answers and it's uncomfortable and so to have sparkle dust on you and a little laugh before you dive into something hard made it better 
Yeah. Made it so much better. So thank you for your sparkle dust. You're welcome. <laughs> so it was funny because when I told you guys, okay, stop, I looked at all of you and all I could see on your foreheads were all these sparkles. <laughs> it was so funny because everywhere I looked, I'm like, they're like, like, okay. It was, and it this, was uh, thick dust. Yeah. It was, it was thick th- dust. This, this, and this. And I'm looking at them and I'm like, stop. But then, and then they stop and I'm looking around on the deck and it, they all had these little sparkles. <laughs> it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. It was. It was. Yeah. What made it fun for me is also um, your colorful stories, but also the colors you wear on you, right? It's so, I don't know. It's It was so you and it matched your personality perfectly. So I would definitely would encourage you to wear those colors on a daily basis and to bring those into your life more because it really had an impact on me you know wow. yeah so yeah thanks Thank for that you. that's a, the fun part um, and obviously the stories and the <laughs> openness and the openness but making jokes you know like not taking yourself seriously in serious moments that was uh, that made it fun yeah <laughs> <laughs> Megan, Megan can't. Megan can't speak. Megan can't. Megan's visualizing a story I told, which you might hear at a later date. Like yeah. A very, very yeah. This later might. Date. Yeah. Everybody should hear. How? How? How do you? I'm really curious, Brenda. How do you approach bringing fun to a situation? Like, how do you know? Am I sparkle dusting? Am I wearing bright clothes? Am I telling a joke? Like, how do you know? How do you know what fun is right? Now, I mean, you are a fun expert. You're the fun consultant. We've just dubbed you this. How do you know what fun is right? Um, I think it's just really um, a feeling I get inside, and I think I think whether I'm working in hospice or whether I'm working um, or working with uh, families. In, in different healthcare settings, or even, or even in our group, it's actually taken me a while to, to kind of read the read the room. But I think for me, it's more. It's people, people have so much stress and so much anxiety and and have so much trouble letting go. And I think if I show that I can let go and I can be vulnerable. And in the most strangest times is where humor actually heals and ha- actually can help you cope. Because even, even when I was um, 17 and was pregnant and, and my two girlfriends were waiting outside for me at the doctor's office, I went in into the, into the car and I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, you'd never believe this. I'm pregnant. And we just started laughing. It's like... <laughs> And then going through all the ways my parents are going to react. And later I cried, but it was like a form of release. Laughing is a form of release, which will then get you to the, get people, yeah, Yeah. the hardest times, get you to the place. And I've done that with same with people who have, who, um, family are going through, um, you know, their loved one is dying and. We have some conversations and we're laughing and it's giving people permission yeah. to laugh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And feel, I think I, we, my mom and I, as she was coming to the end of her cancer journey, we had 
some of the biggest belly laughs we'd ever had. We also had some of the biggest tears. And I think the laughter actually helped me grieve better because then if I'm feeling in, in, in order to feel the sadness I needed to feel to be able to process the emotion, I also needed to be, have the full range of happiness, right? To get down to the sadness I needed, I needed the happiness. Like I needed to let myself go to feel my full range of emotions. I don't know about you, but it's like way easier to feel really happy, let yourself feel really happy than it is to let yourself feel really, really grieving and bad. So I think you're onto something like there's laughter is medicine. I think most of us are just so serious because we have all these deliverables and deadlines and stuff to do and don't want to don't want to um be unprofessional in a professional setting but you know I think Brenda you just have such a gift for appropriate and inappropriate fun that's again my poor husband (laughs) he gets the inappropriate fun he does and and my poor son it's like uh you know put your filter on and uh uh-oh mom has her the holes in her filter have just opened again and uh but yeah and I think you said something about uh of I think we have we have to let our fun out and I think we need almost instead of coffee breaks we need fun breaks 100% can we do that in my clinic fun breaks yes amazing yes you have to have a fun break and so even if it's even if it's a dumb joke, even if it's just someone saying something or doing something to break the tension to ease. Because we want to do yoga classes. We want to do this. But the fun, doing a fun break. Imagine on the impact on your, your patients, Kyla. Mm, Imagine like they're waiting in the waiting room and then all of a sudden like <laughs> it's fun break. Like then all of a sudden they feel better, you know. Yeah. It's like, could you imagine if you came out with like just even some bubbles I said, okay, I need to breathe. A bubble gun. It's like I'm really stressed out. My room is... through the reception area. Okay, I'm just... Yeah. Or it's like you have a full... You have a full... Uh, um, waiting room. With a song on and you just come out one minute. One minute. You just come out for one minute with your bubble gun. No explanation. No yes, explanation. Bubbles. You just have a very uplifting song on and you just walk around and you smile and people will look at you a little bit strange but you just keep smiling until the song's over and you just douse everyone in happiness with bubbles yeah (laughs) could you imagine they'd be like oh no she's having a psychotic break (laughs) you know yeah. My, my first thought yeah I can't feel dangerous because healthcare needs to feel safe but but my first thought is like is is um am I allowed to do that from sanit you know like oh. from sanitation like do I have to wipe up after the bubbles do I need to bleach after the bubbles how far should I blow the bubble <laughs> but that is good also for for me going into organizations and making more fun I mean this is not a, a health concern you know that's yeah. a, it might be in a clinic but it's good for any environment who right. wouldn't want more fun at work like everybody's been so serious and so yeah as Kyla was saying deliverables and productivity and but you'd be much more productive if you're having fun at work well they're bringing in times for people to have naps at work yeah. why aren't we bringing times to have fun, fun. Yeah, exactly. where you're not exposed
expected to be. I think that's the real fear, right? Is people are supposed to be quote productive. Um, and so the fear is if you're having fun, you're less productive, but yes, if we can recognize, okay, we need to pause product productivity for a nap, then, you know, it makes sense logically, like you can have these pauses in productivity for rest and recovery and fun is one of those right. means. Yeah. There's that book long ago, um, uh, about being in kindergarten. Do you remember that book? Do you guys remember that book? You guys are probably too young. Is this from the what generation? What, what, it would be my generation. Okay, what I'm going to post the name of the book. But it, oh, everything I learned, I learned in, in kindergarten. kindergarten. No, that's still in stores. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 they haven't discontinued that publication yet. <laughs> you can only find it at the very old news or old bookstores. Oh my gosh. Is there anything else you guys want to add? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Everybody needs a dose of Brenda in their life. Aww. Yeah. I was comparing you to the sun earlier. You're like the sun in a room. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. See all you people. See, I'm not so bad. No. No. Uh, no, it's been it's been absolutely absolutely amazing. Um, I'm pretty excited. I'm really excited, and um, I think I'll be more focused. And I have a really group of amazing people to um, help bounce off a lot of ideas. And um, the feeling is mutual to all of them. How they feel about me, I feel about them. Um, what I'm going to do though is a lot of them are on um, a platform called Pick My Brain. So I'm going to put the, um, their names and, um, and uh, the Pick My Brain a connection on, on the bottom of my podcast. And please go, and I'm also on there, but please um, go take a look. Uh, look at Pick My Brain. Um, I will also highlight some of the other uh, women that uh, were at our retreat because the wealth of knowledge that was there and the support that we can get is amazing. So my thought from the tractor today is find your group of people who support you. Find um, your woo. And don't forget to figure out what's fun for you. So from my darling new lifetime friends and again thoughts from Brenda PM thoughts from the tractor Um, I say thank you very much for listening if you like my podcast please like it please write a review share it with your friends and we will talk to you soon have a great day everybody